All right, first off, I'd like to thank those from all over the world who have been listening and downloading this podcast. This project started as a proof of concept and a labor of love, and I could have never expected that so many people would be enjoying this from so many different places, so thank you. Stay tuned for my next long-form docu-series podcast called A Seat at the Table, a podcast about a family whose city is changing around them. They shared memories around a dinner table, some happy and some tragic. But anyway, let's get back to the show. Harriet Tubman, Greatest American Hero. Part 5. The Moses of Her People There's a narrative that has been perpetuated by some historians that the enslaved person's life wasn't so bad. In fact, there is evidence that an effort was made to dilute the horrors of slavery in the history books. If Harriet's statement from 1855 holds any weight, I believe it disputes those preposterous claims. I think slavery is the next thing to hell. If a person would send another into bondage, he would, it appears to me, be bad enough to send him into hell if he could. Harriet's bravery and leadership should serve as an example to all of us. But what I believe her story illustrates about the kind of person that she was is her commitment to her family and her belief in freedom in the truest sense. She did not want to have freedom for herself alone. She wanted it for her family and all of her people. Last episode, we talked about Harriet's daring return and the escape of her younger brothers in 1854. What was left out of that story was that she would also make contact with her parents who would not be able to make the journey. It is said that in order to protect their father, the brothers blindfolded him so that when they escaped, if he was questioned, he could honestly say he didn't know where they went. Imagine the heartbreak they all must have felt during that goodbye. It would be two years before she would return, and in 1856, she would rescue her parents and shepherd them to Canada. By this time, more word had spread that she had established herself as an expert in the business of getting enslaved people to freedom. William Lloyd Garrison, noted abolitionist and founder of the Liberator, an anti-slavery publication nicknamed her Moses after the biblical prophet who led the Jews from Egyptian slavery. She could never have known that she would become famous for her exploits, but in the years leading up to the Civil War, she would befriend two incredibly famous figures to the cause for the liberation of enslaved people, the insurgent John Brown and the notable speaker, writer, and abolitionist Frederick Douglass. In her eight years as a conductor on the Underground Railroad, Harriet Tubman personally assisted in the escape of around 70 enslaved people, but one story about a particularly large party suggests that she would have housed some of her refugees at the home of Frederick Douglass. In his autobiography, Frederick Douglass would mention that at one time he housed 11 enslaved people in his Rochester home on their way to St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada. The timing of this account, their friendship, and the known route that Harriet took on her way to that very town in Canada suggests that those 11 fugitives may have been assisted by Harriet herself. About Harriet, Frederick Douglass would state that none except John Brown has suffered more peril for the cause than she. Harriet's friendship with John Brown was one of mutual respect, 
but ended in tragedy and martyrdom for Brown, for which Harriet would suffer grief even in her later years. But for that story, you'll have to stay tuned for the next episode where I outline in more detail the connection between those three powerhouse figures in the fight for the liberation of the enslaved. My name is Colin Hardin, and that was Harriet Tubman, Greatest American Hero for Hermit House History. Thanks for listening.